0: This is the reality of what happened on Sunday. With all of the injuries and everything that they have, I don't care if they threw it five times or 50 times in that game. They weren't going to outslug it with the Bengals on Sunday. Bengals are just an offense that's rolling. We had too many injuries on defense. I felt bad for Cornell Armstrong. Just activated on the roster, coming off the practice squad, and he's lining up against Jamar Chase. That's the biggest mismatch we've seen in Atlanta sports since Charles Dimry was guarding Jerry Rice. Are you familiar with either one of those names? I mean, of course I know Jerry Rice. I don't okay. know well, I Charles Dimry, uh, but I'm, wait, I mean, you, I know you Jerry said, Rice. Okay, all right. Just making sure. Well, Charles <laughs> Dimry was a former cornerback here that was just dreadful, but that was a famous biggest mismatch of all time. This this was pretty close, Cornell Arm. And I feel bad. Look, he he played and he fought. I got no issue with, with the effort that they, that they put up. What is frustrating is, look, there is a difference between you being a run-first, run-heavy. And the Falcons run it at a higher percentage of their offensive plays than any team in the NFL. And I'm okay with that. But it doesn't always go your way, and you can't always dictate the game like that. You know, what happens if you're down 10 With nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter, are you going to keep running it because that's what your identity is? Or at some point, do you realize that the clock is not an ally and we don't have all kinds of time and we have to get the ball back multiple times and do things? So that's the part that I'm nervous about is being run first, run heavy, but being almost incompetent in our passing game. Mariota was nine for thirteen, or sorry, eight for thirteen for 124 yards. If you take away the 75-yard play to Demir Bird, which was a broken coverage play, in fact, you know Eli Apple got benched after that, right? Eli Apple got benched after that blown coverage play on Demir Bird. Speaking of guys getting benched, like Matt Ryan, he got benched after that play to start the second half. So that's how egregious that was. They benched him. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com It's tough to... They ran for 107. But as I said earlier, in their losses, they've run for 137 yards. They average 137 yards In the four games they lost, they average 183 yards in the three games that they won. So 100 yards is not the benchmark for this team. To win, this team is going to have to be 140, 150. But when you talk about the quarterback and what's going on there, it makes me think of a Billy Joel song. The fact of what Arthur Smith thinks about his quarterback, Marcus Mariota. It's a trust thing. The head coach does not trust his quarterback to go out there and be able to pass it effectively. Now, look, this is not about hucking it around 50 times. This is not about airing it out, although they aired out a 75-yard pass in that game. <clears throat> if you take away that 75-yard pass, do you know that they only had one passing attempt that went 15 yards in the air? One. at had one attempt... For the rest of the day, that went as far as 15 yards. It's tough when you get down in the NFL to just stay with the run as the clock isn't your ally anymore. Because at some point, you get to a point of the clock is not going to be an asset. We don't have enough clock to be able to keep running it and chew up time and still get accomplished what we want to get accomplished. And it's becoming more and more apparent. Look, the stat holds true. When he throws it 20 times or less, they're 3-1. When he throws it 21 or more, they're 0-3. And they're not going to win many games where he's got to throw it 25, 30 times. They threw it 33 times against the Saints and lost that game. But you do have to be competent in the pass game at some point. If you can be like you were a couple of weeks ago, where against the 49ers, you control the line of scrimmage, you run for a crap ton of yards, that's great. But what are you going to do down 10 with nine minutes to go and you've run it for 55 yards? And your running game can't get it going because they've taken the team whatever, Team X has taken that away from you. Even P.J. Walker, who is a guy that was undrafted, out of temple, not a throw-first guy, who came from the XFL of all places. Even he threw it 22 times last week in their victory. In fact, he was 17 for 22 with a couple of touchdowns. According to pro football focus, number one, he had the highest grade of any quarterback in the league this past week, and he didn't make a throw that was turnover worthy, as they say, right? Where... It's an incomplete pass, but it bounced off a defender or got tipped in the air. Turnover-worthy throws, right? He didn't make one. They have to find a way to still be able to get some action in their passing game because it is going to tip where you are so one-dimensional that nobody's going to respect you. And for a team that has spent draft capital – number four overall, and number eight overall in guys that do what? Catch the football. That's what those guys are there for. You can tell me about their blocking and all that other michigas and nonsense. Okay? Every receiver in the league has to do that stuff. But you know what the difference between Justin Hardy and Julio Jones is? They may both block. One guy's going to catch 130 balls for 1,700 yards. One guy's going to catch 20 balls. One guy's going to force double teams, and you're going to have to huck it up to him. One guy's going to be nobody on the field. Every wide receiver at some point in the league has to block. That's nothing new. Not every receiver catches 100 balls for you. Not every receiver is going to command 125, 130 targets. I'm not asking them to go out there and huck it around. I'm not saying throw it 30, 40 times a game. What I am saying, though, is if you're down by three touchdowns and you're down by double digits, 10 or more points, for over 50 minutes of game action, you're going to have a hard time having it 8 for 13 unless you run the football for 400 yards. Their running backs in that game, by the way, only had 76 yards between Algier, Huntley, and Avery Williams. All of those guys, Avery Williams had one carry for four yards. The other two guys ran it for under four yards an attempt. So to be able to churn out yards at less than four yards an attempt, you're going to use a crap ton of clock. Well, that keeps their their offense off the field. What difference does it make? If they get four possessions and score four touchdowns, what difference does it make if they don't have, they don't need nine possessions to score four touchdowns. They can score it on four possessions. You you don't, you you may keep them off the field, but if they score every time they get the football or you run it for less than four yards in attempt, you're going to be off the field offensively. Your offense is not going to be on the field. You have to be able to have the threat of picking up some chunks yards. And not because Demir Bird. Do you know how many catches Demir Bird had going into that game on Sunday? How many do you think he had, Dylan? Two. Okay. Going into that game, uh huh. he had the same amount of catches as you oh. and me. Oh. So he had zero. He had two targets wow. for the season. With no catches. That was his first catch. So it was awesome. But even as we sit here at 1030 at night on Tuesday, he has one more catch than I do or Dylan does. Yes. And at some point, you have to be at least competent in the passing game. It's 2022 NFL. I have no issue with the identity being line up and mashing at it. But running it for 100 yards, this offense isn't going to get anywhere for it. They have to be 150 or more yards. When they win the After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. They've run it for 183. When they lose, they average 137 yards rushing. So even when they lose, they're running it for a good bit. But it's not translating into enough points to win. And that's where something competent, and I do think it's 100% the fact that they don't trust the coaching staff doesn't trust Marcus Mariota to help lead them back into a game. By the way, I gave the stats earlier. When Marcus Mariota's in no huddle, he's 73% completion percentage. When they speed it up and he doesn't think, it's just react and throw, he does much better. But the longer he has to stay in the pocket and navigate, the worse the passing game becomes. But you can't afford to be completely and utterly one-dimensional in the NFL. Even when you do it well, you have to be able to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, not become a pass-first offense, but you have to have at least some semblance of we can throw the football. You have all the pass catchers in the world. For God's sakes, they've invested more draft capital than just about anybody in the NFL. Again, we told you, The last time an NFL team invested two top 10 picks in consecutive drafts for pass catcher was the Detroit Lions, who also drafted pass catcher a third year in a row. They went three years in a row with Mike Williams of Southern Cal, with Roy Williams of Texas, and with Carlos Rogers of Michigan State. They went three consecutive years in the top 10 with pass catcher. Dylan, Ask me what the Lions' record was three years after they drafted those three guys. What was their record? 0-16. Mm. It's a, not very good. An unused weapon is a useless weapon. That's the truth. They have to get some competency in throwing the football. Don't have to huck it around, but on those games where you don't get to dictate everything through the run, you have to have some semblance of we can move the football downfield. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.